1: 7 Minutes of Saints Wednesday edition. It's our daily Saints podcast. Uh, this is the Wednesday one, so everybody gets this one free. Uh, so you should join us for $7 a month. You get three other ones. Uh, it's awesome. It's $7 a month. Do it. Uh, Andrew, uh, I'm going to throw you a curveball. We were going to talk about something else. I just changed my mind as you were calling me. I want to talk about Tyler Davidson and the fact that he's going to be walking out the door for the Saints. Um and the issues that they're going to have at defensive line and that sort of thing. But can I say, like, I'm really sad that he's walking, going to probably leave because he's a dude that the Saints drafted and nurtured him and let him come along. And he's become a really, really nice rotation defensive tackle. And he's one of the reasons that the Saints went 13-3 and because he showed how deep and good their roster was. Um, but they just are going to – I think he's going to get a Pretty decent contract from some team that needs a run-stuffing defensive tackle, and he's going to be gone. Um,
2: so, what's your thoughts on him? And do you agree with me that he's probably out the door? I don't think I agree. Um, and the main reason I don't think I agree is number one: defensive run-stuffing defensive tackles. Like everyone wants Aaron Donalds, you know, and so it's just it's less sexy than it used to be. I think he has more value. The Saints hold him in higher regard in his team than, like, I think your average team would. Mm-hmm. I think he loves being on the Saints. I know he the team means a lot to him, and he, he's one of those guys in the locker room where, like, I just know he would love to come back. And, you know, I, I think lastly, the Saints know that Rankins is going to be out for an extended period, and so it, they're not the same player. They don't play the same position. But I think it's one of those things where, Onimata maybe has more flexibility where he can he can play both positions. And so, mm-hmm. you know, right now with Rankins, you don't know how he's going to recover from his injury. You kind of need some stability at defensive tackle. So the only thing is Taylor Stallworth is on an undrafted rookie deal, and he's really cheap and he's a guy they really like. And he could maybe step up and maybe the Saints deal – That's the only thing where I think maybe they would say, well, Davidson's expendable because we have Stallworth and because Stallworth Mm. is so cheap and we think he can step in. So that would be maybe the one reason. Um, But I I just think when you look at the Saints being the number one run defense in the NFL for most of the season, Davidson was a huge part of that. I mean, great space eater. I mean, great holding his blocks, great power. um, And I I just think – He's a guy that you need to have back. I, I would want him back regardless, uh, because again, like I, we talk about this all the time. I just don't feel like you you want to go backwards. Um, you want to build off the assets that you have. You don't want to lose stuff that you're then left to replace. Uh, but I also just think, again, with this Rankin's injury, I, I, I'm gonna make the uh, I'm gonna say this hot take that. Oh, hot take yeah. sizzle.
1: We don't have graphics yeah.
2: or sound, but if we
1: had a hot take graphic, I'd drop it in.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if you, like the sizzling steak sound right now would be perfect for this. But <laughs> I actually think because of the Rankin's injury and because of how the Saints just value stopping the run, that Davidson is a more important asset to re-sign for the Saints than Mark Ingram right now. Ooh, Ooh that spicy that's that's cake. I with a spicy cake on a Wednesday. That is that is strong. I mean, am I wrong? Do you disagree with me?
1: I mean, I, you know, it's a great – I, I think it's a really interesting – I think it's a really interesting opinion. And I, I think the more I think about it, you're right. Look, people, you can if you, if you pay the $7, you can go back in the archives and you can listen to our Mark Ingram podcast. And Andrew is of the opinion that the Saints, Sean Payton, doesn't, won't mind if, Sean, if Mark Ingram walks. The, the, look, the, the players and the fans, we all love Mark Ingram. But the Saints are like, hey, look, he can go – and we can fill it. I think you're right. You know, and the thing about the Saints' run defense is, I know team, you know, teams and the analytics people are like, it doesn't run defense. It doesn't matter. Look at the, look what happens. Look at the Rams. Look at even Kansas City. They made the AFC Championship and it was overtime. Run defense doesn't matter. But I think on the flip side of that is, man, run defense. If you can shut down a team's running game like the Saints did all year long, you make them one dimensional. And, yeah, you don't stop them all the time, but if a team has to throw against you every week, you're going to make plays against them. And, dude, at the end of the year, we saw something, Andrew, with the Saints run defense that I hadn't seen in, like, a generation and since I was a kid. Teams just came into the games against the Saints and were like, fuck this, we're not even trying. Like, Pittsburgh didn't even attempt it. Like, they were just like, you know what? We can't run on you. We're just going four and five wide, and we're just going to tuck the ball all over the place. Philadelphia tried a little, but not much. Like, Kings just a, like, not only did they not, like, abandon the run-in game, they went into the game, like, not even attempting to run the ball against the Saints, which I never thought I would see under a Sean Payton Saints team.
2: I just think when you look at how badly they played at Dallas, I mean, just awful. So bad, right? But – they're playing a team with one of the best run games in the NFL, and that's how they go on offense, and that's how they win games. And they lost that game by three points on the road because they were able to control the line of scrimmage and stop the run. And I just think when, when you're that good at something, that is that, that helps you be built to last. And in any situation, you know, no matter how bad you're – how bad of a rut you're stuck in, you're still going to be in games if you can stop the run. And I, I just think that, that I, I would present the Dallas game as, as exhibit A of why it's important to keep Tyler Davison.
1: Yeah, the thing about him is, and we say this a lot about, you know, I think Mark is not going to have much of a market. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that. And even with teams with cap space, like, I just think teams look at running backs like, why are we going to pay marketing? Let's go, just go get a guy in the draft. We'll get like a super-duper running back like Le'Veon Bell, right? Tyler Davidson, I don't – like, like you. He, it wouldn't surprise me if he got two years, six million from the thing, and it wouldn't surprise me if he got three years, 15 million from some other team. Like yeah. I, have, I, I was I, just about to say four years, 20 million. I have no idea what his second market is because you could you could have a team – On the on the flip side of what you just said, where you're like stopping the run is so important, and it's a it's a basis thing, and we need to do it. I could see some team that's fucking terrible against the run, like Kansas City or like whoever, being like, "Hey, Davison, come here, and we'll give you we'll give you three years, fifteen million, and we'll guarantee you seven, you know, or we'll give you four like you said, we'll give you four years, twenty, and we'll guarantee you eight or something like that, where it's not like a Crazy, ridiculous contract, but it's a team that's fucking a disaster against the run, and they're like, "Fuck it, we need a dude that's going to help us stop the run." And they identify him as a guy that they can get as a a reasonable price, and his market is way better than we think. I just, I like, I just don't, I just don't know what his. I just, I the other Saints free agents, I kind of have an idea of what I think his market. I just, I just don't.
2: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, Ralph, I just think it's one of those.
0: So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority notify and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Things with Davison where he'll leave if he gets a knock-your-socks-off offer. It's not like Cineo Kelamete where there's no place to put him and... And he's going to get an opportunity to start elsewhere, and he's going to take it because he wants to play. You know, so I I don't think it's like Senio Calamete. He's got a very clear, defined role on the Saints. He's a part of the team. And so really the only way he walks is like a Scott Fujita situation where someone has the cap space, wants a guy like that and overpays. So they could lose him, um, but I think he wants to come back. And I think the team, man, like – Forget the role for a second. Forget, like, all the stuff that we just talked about. He plays hurt, you know, and that matters. Yeah. I know he's the kind of guy that lays it out there. He's one of those guys in the locker room that the team likes to have. So Yeah,
1: what was the game in, like, it was, like, 26th. It was, like, his, I think it was his first or second year. Well, no, he's, he's and no, it would have been 20, it would have been 2016. They played, they played Atlanta on that Monday night, and Atlanta housed them but they had no defensive tackles and that dude had a hurt shoulder and he went and played and like that matters to teams. Like it matters to players, but it also matters to front office people where they're like that dude, he
2: he sucked it up and he went when we needed him to go. Yeah. I I think he embodies when you talk, when you hear Shante talk about like the kind of players they want, smart Mm -hmm. guys love football that just, you know, or spend the time and, and commit to it and, uh, kind of live and breathe it and enjoy it, and I, he he just embodies all that stuff, man. Yeah, and he's and a guy. He's a guy they pick late in the draft, so I think there's a lot of pride that they landed him too. Like I can't was he fourth round pick. Yeah. I think yeah. You know, anytime you land a guy like that that ends up being a productive player, you don't want to let him leave the building.
1: Yeah. So we'll see. But so anyway, this is the free Wednesday version of the seven minutes of Saints. Andrew gave you a spicy hot take. You need to do it. It's seven dollars a month. Do it, it's awesome. And if you pay the $7, you'll get to hear us on Thursday. And we'll see you then.
0: One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.